0: This is a headgum podcast.
1: In '86, Anna Martin wrote the first book of
0: what became a cult. Now it's time, the Babysitter's Club. Club.
1: Do you hear that echo? Do you hear the slight fullness to our voice Mm -hmm. tonight, Jack? Do you know why? Why? I am sitting one, two, three, four feet away from you. Yep. In beautiful Fort Greene, Brooklyn. (laughs) Avenue. Bleeping it. In Fort Greene, it's Jack's Airbnb where he is staying. He's here this week for work. I don't want people, even
0: though I'm not going to be here by the time this episode comes out, I don't want people to come by and smell it. To try to yeah. smell my smell and the, right. or the residue that I've left.
1: And I don't live too far away. Yeah. So they'll definitely smell you. Right. Yeah. they you can just follow the trail. <laughs> I biked over here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're here in, in New York. Welcome. Thank you. You're here because for work. Yep. You're here because for work. Yep. Tell them what else we're doing today, Tanner. Recording one episode of the Babysitter's Club Club podcast and then another episode of the babysitters club club podcast two for tuesdays it's wednesday (laughs) and when this comes out it'll be monday yeah but here we are it's more interesting to us than it is to you baby nation it's 7 30 p.m on a wednesday right now and we're just getting going on a record yeah and then we're gonna do another full episode back to back back to back and you're gonna notice the difference oh boy next week Wait, you wait till next week, Baby Nation.
0: Yeah, wait till next week because it's going to be a different version.
1: Oh boy! Of the Who boys. Are these people? Okay, what's he's okay.
0: Oh, you know what's a fun thing that I miss, Tanner? Look her. May I, may I address you? Yeah. You know what's a fun thing that I miss about us recording together huh. is when you look around the room and these? point they at things. They just have
1: pictures of eggs on the wall. Yep you see
0: this <laughs> you know it's an airbnb because they have pictures of eggs on the wall <laughs> it's
1: black and white photography of eggs <laughs> and look at this lady up here there's a picture oh, of a lady a, oh boy there's, there's a signature
0: thing. on it one sec oh jesus no come on let's get introducing the show tanner i feel like we used to introduce the show and then you would do this shit can we do that Now that we're face-to-face, can we bring back some of the magic of the early records when we would introduce a show and then you would fucking point at
1: shit in the room and I would have to describe it because it's
0: an audio medium?
1: It's a a signed picture of a woman from the 80s. She looks great. And it says, don't you wish you looked this 80s? (laughs) And then her name is like Sue. So, I don't know who it is. Yeah. But there she is. We'll put a picture up on the Facebook page.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hi, hi. And welcome to the Babysitter's Club. 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 We do both? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he, he gave me a cue, a nonverbal cue, yeah. to meet him on the first club. <laughs> so I did. You went
0: with it. The, such is the power yeah Uh, i was just testing my newfound power of actually being face to face i have a lot baby nation you won't know this because you've only heard me in your ear holes but i have a lot of animal magnetism and so when i'm face, and now he's chewing into the mic come on man that sucks for people that sucks for people i was just talking about myself that i'm gonna take that out i'm gonna cut off your audio That really sucks for people he, oh, Baby Nation, I'm going to say what it is that he's doing, because there is no way I'm keeping it in. He's making mouth noises. He was chewing on, like, a banana or something
1: it was a piece of tofu. into
0: his fucking mic. I have an animal magnetism, Tanner. Mm. And when I'm face-to-face with you, mm. I just all I need to do is raise an eyebrow, and you come in on the first club with me, even though you've never done it before, because
1: it's dangerous. Mm, I don't like making eye contact with you while what? you're here. Okay. It makes me uncomfortable. You know what I sometimes do when what? we're recording mm-hmm. on our computers and not face to face? What? You're gonna hate this. I do already. Uh, we use FaceTime or Skype or whatever, and we pretend as though we're looking at each other as we record. Mm-hmm. But I will often pull up like a 10 hour YouTube video of like a serene train ride or like <laughs> walking through the woods, just so I have something to like, to look at. Keep that's my not attention. Me. Yeah.
0: That explains so much. You know we could just do this as a phone call. <laughs> um, hi, hi, and welcome to the Babysitter's Club. 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 I am the captain of this podcast, your host, Jack Shepard. And I, Tanner Greenring. And I, Jack Shepard, every week talk about the classic novels
1: of... Princeton's own Prince... Uh, Prince... I'm, I'm psyched out. Okay, well, why don't you let me do it? The Hand That
0: Shakes... The Princess of the Prince of Towns, St. Annabelle Matthews Martin, the Stormborn, Soul Skinner, Mother of Clocks, and Bane to Bats, who is the first of her name and the last of her kind and the last hope for humankind. This week, we read a book called Christy and the Sister War. You know what it should have been called, Christy and the Sisty War?
1: Christy and the Sisty War. Don't you think? That's good. Yeah. it's It's got a nice cadence to it. Yeah. Yeah. Sisty War. Sisty War.
0: But it's called Christy and the Sister War. It was a good one. Tanner, every time we are together, viva voce, mano imano. mano, mm. uh, the hand that shakes sees fit to give us a treat in the form of... A rare novel by Smiles for Miles, Ellen Miles. I, Jack, this week am nipple deep (laughs) in piles of miles. I have Smiles for Miles, which is a much nicer, more pleasant image. Says you. That says roughly the same thing, which is that we are huge fans of Ellen Miles. We'd love to see more of her. She does a different kind of thing than anybody else. And this week she did for us. A
1: SISTI war. Uh, she did a SISTI war. Yeah. The sisties in question are the Kilborn. The Kilborn Sisties. The younger Kilborn Sisties. It's Tiffany and... Tiffany, 11, and Maria, 8. Against... Shannon Kilborn, 13. Yeah. That's the SISTI war. Yeah. 11 and 8? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know their age difference was that... Pronounced. I didn't know there was that wide of a gulf. Well, and it's doubly weird because they're competing over a boy... Oh, right. Jordan Pike. Jordan Pike. Who's 10? Yes. So one of them's a cradle robber and one's a... Aspirational. Senior citizen home robber? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I don't know what it's called when you date someone much older than you.
0: Tanner, I was thinking
1: that we could describe this
0: novel Mm. for our listening audience Mm. and each other Mm. and then talk about it. Mm. What do you like? Mm. Here's a problem Baby Nation I'm just going to put out there right now. This is going to affect both of us, but it's going to affect Tanner more because he doesn't take detailed notes and he doesn't pay detailed attention. And his attention span, even when he's trying to in the moment, is fairly low. He's already stopped paying attention to me. We read two books for tonight's
1: record because we're doing them back to back. And they were essentially the same book. Hmm? They were both about war, as you will find out next week, Baby Nation. That's a teaser. Uh, So
0: you're just going to have to bear with us for that. But I do believe that we can describe this novel First me and then you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you will go from there. Mm-hmm. What about, I describe the novel. Okay. Okay? Yep. You good with it? Yep. Okay. Now is this a... That dead air you hear, Baby Nation? Is Tanner waiting for me to try to make something happen out of the fact that he picked a children's
1: play toy <laughs> off the ground? They've been at this Airbnb for like three days, and it's already a disaster. There's just shit everywhere. Uh-huh. There's children play toys everywhere. There's empty bottles of wine everywhere. Yeah. There's all this leftover Chinese <laughs> food that we had for dinner. That you and I had for dinner. A, a little bit of a disaster. Yeah. Oh, boy. You messy people, the okay. Morgan Shepherds. Good. Fun. Fun.
0: How about I describe the novel that we read?
1: Yeah, I don't okay. care.
0: Okay, good. I'm
1: going to start <laughs> now. That was His arm did that fart noise. It wasn't one of us. Just. Just let me just do it. Like, listen. Nobody. Can it's not. Hear it. I'm not recreating it, but trust me, it was his arm that did the fart noise. Do you think you can recreate your- it? There it is. That fart noise you hear is Jack's arm. Stephen King talks about having an
0: ideal reader. When you're running a text, you yeah. should have someone in your mind who's the person who you would want to read your text in a generous but critical way. Right. When you do stuff like, I'm about to describe the novel, which is probably going to be at least somewhat interesting, the people who listen to these podcasts uh, that are about novels. The yeah, they novels, like the books.
1: That's why they're listening.
0: And then you're like, let's not do that, but
1: instead I'm going to go on I just on wanted a, to a explain. There was a fart that. noise, Jack, and I didn't want you to be embarrassed. Right. I thought it would throw you off your game if you're embarrassed. Yeah. And you thought
0: it wouldn't throw me off my game if you went on an extended disquisition about exactly where it came from?
1: I wanted to explain where the fart noise was coming from. Baby Nation, it was Jack's arm rubbing up against the cabinet he is podcasting off of. It was not a fart. Okay. But who is it,
0: who's in your mind that's hearing that? That you're like, they're going to like that. Oh, it's all of Baby Nation. Yeah.
1: I don't think they're going to like it. I just (laughs) think it's like a public (laughs) service. They want to know. Okay. Do you think they want to hear me describe this novel? If you were listening to a podcast and you heard a fart, let's say you're listening to This American Life. Okay. And Ira Glass is introducing a segment, <laughs> and you hear a fart, and you're like, did Ira Glass just fart? Yeah, let me tell you what I would do. And it would do. take you out of the podcast, yeah. and except if Ira Glass came in and said, hey everyone, really sorry, that was not a fart, it was my arm rubbing up against my desk here at KWB Chicago. Uh-huh. Uh, David Sedaris, on to you. I was going to push back, but you took me right there. <laughs>
0: Can I please for the love of god describe this fucking novel? Yeah, man. Okay, I'm
1: going to begin now. I feel like I just made a fart. I just <laughs> readjusted in my chair a little bit and okay. it made a little bit of a fart noise and I just want to very quickly explain that that was the chair, it wasn't me. Okay. I'm not going to go through the whole rigmarole again. I'm not going to try to recreate okay. it. You're just going to have to trust me that it was the chair and not Let me, t- me. let me do just do it, okay? To cue up the music. I'm trying to be as still as possible okay, so I don't just make stay any more stay stay still fart and let me just talk fart noises let me just
0: go I'm starting the, okay can I say something yeah. <laughs> the the reason I pause before I start is I need just a few seconds
1: why do you look me in the eyes suspiciously
0: because I'm trying to get your acquiescence in quietly listening to me it makes you nervous I won't look you in the eyes this time You've got me okay I'm going to begin describing this novel now.
1: The story... I think I'm just on edge because of the fart noises now. Okay, well, there's not... I'm, like, really worried that we're going to keep making fart noises.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, I'll... I'll put, I'm going to stand. I'm going to stand while you do it. Okay, great. This is... Okay, Vamination. it's a fun visual gag on this audio medium. i
1: isolated myself in a, in a zone of the house where I cannot make a fart noise.
0: You're afraid to talk about the book. Let's get... Let's talk about that. Come here and let's talk about that. It's clear that you're afraid to engage with this text. You want to address that? Do your thing. Okay. Do your recap. Okay, fine. Then we're going to address the text. So fucking get in a zone for it. Quietly over there. Don't walk around because you're making creaks on the floorboards. What
1: does it sound
0: like? It sounds like creaks on the floorboards. I'm going to start describing this text now. The story of a war is the story of a thousand battles and a thousand military decisions each of which could go one way or the other and turn the tide of the engagement. But it is also the story of the individuals who make those decisions, their shortcomings and their brilliancies, their all-too-human flaws and the strength and resilience that allows them to rise above those flaws in a time of crisis. And so this is the story of the Great Sister War, but it is also the story of the sisters who fought in that war who made it what it was, for better or for worse. This is the story of Tiffany, of Maria, and of Shannon Kilborn. Christy and the Sister Wolf. Now you'll excuse the pause as Tanner comes back. To his
1: seat. Well, I just noticed that this Airbnb is tastefully decorated with not just egg portraits, but um, mm. metal dishes. Because <laughs> there was a real your voice was really repeating. Yeah. When I was standing over in my no fart zone over there. Yeah. <laughs> Good. And uh, that's not that's not an ideal. What was recording your favorite
0: situation. thing about this text? Oh, I loved it. Your specific favorite thing about this text. <clears throat>
1: the text. Say, some-
0: say something about the novel we read.
1: The text or your description? The text. I loved Josh's humor in it. Nope, that's, you next, know? Week. that's next week. That's next week.
0: Baby Nation, spoiler for next week, Josh, major character. It's a Claudia book.
1: Josh Rocker?
0: Yes, next week.
1: He was very funny in this one.
0: What was your favorite thing? I'm asking you an easy... I'm, I'm Ira Glass.
1: <laughs> Pardon the fart noise. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is an Ira glass impression <laughs> that you'll only hear <laughs> here <laughs> on the Babysitter's Club Club, but it works. Tanner, let me interview you. Yep.
1: What drew you to this text? I love a Christie book. Okay. As you know, uh, uh-huh. Christie books are always great. Christie's my favorite character. Would you say that it was good? And Clean. There was an element of good, clean, babysitting, Baby sitting. Fun, fun in this book, yes. Yes. Specifically the... Well, you know what? As is true with most Christie books, the A plot and the B plot was good GCBSF. Yes. I love it, man. It's a masterpiece. Oh, Ellen. Ellen Miles. Can I call you Ellen? I know you're listening. Thank you. Thank you for for doing christy right yeah it's been a long time i think since we've had a good clean babysitting fun Christie book but we have one this week a plot b plot c plot all of it good clean babysitting fun let me ask you something tanner do you want to do the
0: pop quiz now or do you want to describe the book first what do you mean by pop quiz what do you mean by what do you mean by pop quiz <laughs> i have to do a quiz I'm asking you whether you want to do the pop quiz that we fucking talked about now. By we, I mean the book, not you and I, but you read this book closely, so.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read the book closely. So do you want to do it now yeah, or do you want to me do the after pop the quiz? Give me the pop quiz.
0: Okay. I'll read the section for Baby Nation, who didn't necessarily read this book recently. I assume you've read it. Claudia's sculptures are stupendous. Her drawings are dumbfounding and her paintings are prime. In short, she's an awesome artist. Class, take note. All of the above are examples of alliteration. There will be a quiz tomorrow. Okay. Okay, so you're ready?
1: Yeah. Okay. So, we've done alliteration. I thought it was a quiz on alliteration. It's a quiz on f- figures
0: of speech, including alliteration. Oh. Let's do, here's one from Milton. <laughs> oh,
1: no.
0: Had ye been there.
1: What is, what is Milton? English? Old English? Old English?
0: It's English.
1: Do it in an old English accent, please.
0: It's roughly what this is. But I
1: want you to do an old okay. English accent. <clears throat> do your Milton impression.
0: Had ye been there, for what could that have done? That's from Lysidas. That's not what the quiz is, but what is the figure of speech? Begging the question. And a coolathon. Yeah. That's which is from the Greek, which means it doesn't follow. Oh, non sequitur. It's sort of kind of you, cha- you change the subject in the midstream. Yeah, right? non
1: sequitur is what we call that.
0: Um, do you want to do another one? I have another one from Lycidas. weirdly.
1: <laughs> what?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. For Lycidas is dead. Dead. Er- do you want me to do the voice again? Yeah. For is this Lys- same Milton? Is this, this still Milton? Still Milton. It's okay. Lys- only one person wrote right. Lycidas, and right. Right. it was always But is, who's the narrator? Milton
1: okay he's the character in his own. yeah
0: it's an elegy for Lysidas who right, is his,
1: right, right. his
0: friend from his college friend from college <laughs> <laughs> for Lysidas is dead dead ere his prime young Lysidas I like the echo
1: yeah it's you're really ringing it's good two. for declaiming yeah.
0: young Lysidas and hath not left his peer that is onomatopoeia there an- it is. Anadiplosis. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the repetition of the last word of a preceding clause to begin the
1: next clause. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Um, yeah, we'll
0: do let's do, how many more do you want to do? Because you're not
1: doing good. Did you not study for M- not it many? at Many more I want to do. Okay. I think this is good it's audio. content? Yeah. Okay. Good. Keep them coming. This <laughs> is the rest of the episode, Baby Nation. Settle in. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing Milton. Okay. We'll do one more. We'll do one more and we'll do an
0: easy one. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is from the Aeneid by Homer. Come on, man! <laughs> you're just being a dick now. Um, I'm sure you'll know it. I wanted to pick something easy for the last one because mm-hmm. you're oh for three now, right? Okay, ready? Hinc mihi prima malis labes. <laughs> Hinc semper vlixes. Criminibus terrere novis. The voice,
1: Jack. What is the voice? The old Greek voice. It's Latin. The old Latin voice. <laughs> you did what? a voice for Milton. Can you give me a sense of what you think it sounds like? Uh, well, well, I,
0: don't know. <laughs> I am an old Latin speaker. Inc mihi prima malis labes. In volgum ambiguus et quireric conscius arma nec requioet enim
1: donec calcante ministro. You're going to release some evil into the world with this. (laughs) Like a floorboard is going to pop open and like a witch is going to jump out. (laughs) You've released me from hell.
0: (laughs) Do you care to take a guess? It is obviously...
1: Begging the question again. (laughs) That Messiah Pieces. (laughs) And that, of course, is when... When
0: a sentence is deliberately left broken off and unfinished.
1: That is my favorite...
0: Example of pieces.
1: You're begging the question. <laughs> I hate that game. That's a bad game. Well, they fucking said in the text that we were going to do it. It's not fun to play, and it's not fun to listen to. Great. <laughs> Would you like to
0: describe this novel? Uh, I don't remember any of it, man. Come on, man. Try to just fucking pull it together. Oh, Baby oh, Nation, I'm going to put 60 seconds on this big bad clock that I happen to have handy during those 60 seconds. Tanner is going to describe the book. I'm probably going to help him. Okay. I think
1: I got it. Okay. Got it. You got it? Yep. I'm going to begin now. The Killborns are having issues. Um, Shannon is too busy with schoolwork, and the Killborn parents are too busy to pay any attention to the younger Killborn children, and they become angry and bitter, and they start pulling pranks against Shannon to try to get her attention. Um, meanwhile, uh, Claudia is having trouble with her boyfriend, Mark Jaffe. Um, she's, he's n- not paying much attention to her. And she's got an offer to go back to the eighth grade. Um, no, come B on. No, stop it. Stop. Stop. What? What? You're talking about in the next week's book. <sighs> Okay, Baby Nation, ignore all... Strike that from the record. Whoever's editing, strike that from the record. God damn it. Okay, I'm going to put 60 seconds on this big, bad clock, and you're going to describe the novel,
0: Christy and the Sisty War. Christy and the Sisty War. Got it. Got it, got it, got it. I don't like it when you say it with that much confidence, because it sounds like you've, you're going to pull a fast one.
1: I'm not going to pull a fast one. Okay. I got it.
0: okay. I've got 60 seconds. Okay. Starting the clock now.
1: B plot is that there's a color war in Stony Brook, and the kids at Stony Brook long Middle Bup. School are doing a long color- Bup. Oh, God, Jack. That was five seconds. That's a dance. They're doing a dance, a dance, a dance. Okay. I got it. I got it. Hit me. Do you want me to kids do Kids at Stony Brook Middle School are doing a dance where uh, they they are all doing kind of a, a big dance together, and the kids of Stony Brook get jealous and decide they want to do a color war of their own. Mm. So they organize. Oh, fuck. Do you want me to describe the book? The kids of Stony Brook are doing a dance of their own, organizing their own dance. Yes. And they get very nervous about asking one another out, but eventually... The kids, they decide to not do dates at the dance, and they just throw a dance, and it goes off without a hitch. The older kids' dance goes without, off without a hitch, too. The Killborns all realize that they're spending too much time away from their families and lessen their commitments, and yep. everyone lives happily ever after. Yes. We got there. And a lot of that happens next week, Baby Nation, so stay tuned. Do you talk about how there's a sister war? I think I hit it.
0: The color war, right? No. Let's talk about the sister war. There is a sister war. There's a sister war Maria before, between the t- younger Kilborns Maria and Tiffany are upset that Shannon is not spending enough time with them.
1: And at first they decide to try to help her. Try to help her. This is Chrissy's idea. So they're yeah. going like, to do her homework for her and prepare her lunches for her and things along those lines. But they do it so disastrously that it is as though they are committing pranks against her. And then, so they turn into the skid yeah. and just start committing pranks against her. And they declare war with the following missive
0: Declaration of war. We, the undersigned, do hereby declare war on our sister, Shannon. We swear to do everything in our power to make her life miserable. Mm-hmm. The reason for this war is that Shannon is a big meanie. Mm. Sign Maria Kilborn, Tiffany Kilborn. Mm. They declare war. Mm. with 10
1: specific articles of war i thought we could dig into them i would love to okay as soon as okay we are back from this break okay <laughs> should i pause <laughs> yes okay we'll see you soon baby nation wait you say goodbye you say goodbye <laughs> hang
0: on you okay yeah. great
1: this episode is sponsored by better help Share this with a friend, one like, one prayer. I will follow through on the like prayer stuff too. I will be praying all night. I would use today's sponsor, BetterHelp.com. Of course, I can't. I am Evil Tanner. I can only use the deep web. We do have a deep web version of BetterHelp.com. It's called WorseHelp.com. It's not good, but I think BetterHelp.com is great from everything I've heard. Convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch at any time, no additional charge. Uh, Go check it out. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bedfellows to get 10% off your first month. That's help, com slash bedfellows. See you there. Well, not me, but have fun.
0: Tanner! Yep. We were just talking about the Sister War, the Sisti War, as some have it. The Sisti War and the Articles of War. The 10 Articles of War that Maria and Tiffany draw up against Shannon are as follows. Number one, drive Shannon crazy. Two, mess up Shannon's schedule. Three, forget Shannon's phone messages. Four, steal Shannon's homework. Five, hide Shannon's shoes. Six, short sheet Shannon's bed. Seven, put soap on Shannon's toothbrush. Eight, hide Shannon's deodorant. Nine, mess up Shannon's sock drawer. And ten, put itching powder in Shannon's shoes.
1: Now, do you think that Tiffany and Maria Kilborn Mm -hmm. were savvy enough military tacticians to draw inspiration from military history for these articles of war that they drew up? I mean, I think that... Can we find direct correlations? I think so, but I'm not
0: sure that it would be that Tiffany and Maria are military tacticians. It would Mm. more be that Ellen Miles has a
1: deep and abiding interest in me. Oh yeah. She loves war. But yeah, let's look it up. Okay, so number one, drive Shannon crazy. You got something for that?
0: Um there's a military tactic called demoralization warfare. Okay. Which involves eroding morale among various enemy combatants. Okay. Encouraging them to thereby retreat or surrender or defect to the other Wait. side.
1: It's like in World War One when There was the trenches on either side of the no man's land and the British soldiers would yell over in German like, oh, there's so many hot girls over here. (laughs) Oh, we're doing so much 69ing over here. And the Germans were just like, what the fuck are we doing? (laughs) And they like defect, right? Yeah. That's how that works. Yeah. Yeah. Very
0: smart. I didn't realize you were such a student of military history.
1: Yeah, man. I know a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: let's go through a few more of these. Forget Shannon's phone
1: messages Um, was the
0: next one. Well, the modern analog for that is electronic countermeasures or ECMs. Mm -hmm. um, Electrical or electronic devices that are designed to deceive radar. Mm -hmm. um, And you mess with your enemy's communications
1: arrays that way. Smart. The next one is steal Shannon's homework. Reconnaissance, obviously. Obtain information from your enemy. Use it against them. What was the next one? Hide Shannon's shoes. Um, so this is basic infiltration tactics.
0: What you need, and this is something that the girls didn't have here, uh, which is a huge mistake on their part if they're going to try something like this, but you do need a small independent light infantry to make it work.
1: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: But if you have that, you can advance into enemy territory. And steal their
1: shoes. And ste- Well, yes, and steal their equipment. <laughs> short sheet shannon's bed now this one's tricky yeah i don't even know what short sheeting means to be totally honest it seems uh, like a very old timey
0: prank in victorian england we would call it an apple pie bed that's what we call an apple pie bed (laughs) did you not grow up on victorian english children's literature
1: no i'm googling it now and it's where you fold the top sheet over so that it's like a little baby sheet yeah Okay, how about, tr- how about trench raiding for this? Okay. <laughs> Nighttime surprise attacks on the enemy right. encampments. They climb into bed at night. huh. Oh, oh, why man. is the sheet so short? <laughs>
0: Can you do it in a German accent?
1: <laughs> why is the sheet so short? <laughs> That's so demoralizing.
0: <laughs> Especially if you're at the front lines. Can you fucking imagine? Let me put you through this. You spend a whole day marching, uh-huh. and you're carrying like a howitzer. You're not
1: marching; you're in the trenches. You're marching to advance the trenches. That's true. And then you spend a half a day digging trenches. You're digging getting the Shot trench. at. Yeah, and then you're like, finally, I'm
0: gonna go to bed with a cup of Ovaltine. <laughs> you Oof-fantine. put your feet into the bed. Yeah, and somebody made your bed. <laughs> the little baby bed. Yeah, <laughs> that's babies. Awful. Yeah,
1: I don't use a top sheet. Yeah, so. me neither. Top sheets are for monsters. Yeah. Um, Put Soap on Shannon's Toothbrush was the next one. May I, Tanner? (laughs) I saw you busy Googling while I was doing my last...
0: (laughs) May I read you a quote from Sun Tzu, The Art of War? Please. If bees and scorpions carry poison, how much more will a hostile state, even a puny opponent then, should not be treated with contempt?
1: So be careful of poison. Yeah, or got s- it.
0: <laughs> soap <on> under <your> toothbrush. <laughs> so the next one is High Shannon's deodorant.
1: Okay. Okay, I got something for you. <laughs> Have you heard of the Israeli Police Department's technological development department's skunk? No <laughs> bombs. They call it a quote repulsive odor liquid <laughs> end quote. Yeah. Weapon that's used for crowd control and crowd disbursement methods. Okay. It stinks real bad. Okay. <laughs> it's a real stinky bomb. And it's they stink bomb. They do it by hiding the enemy's deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost the, at the end here. The ninth article of war was mess up Shannon's sock drawer. Well, I mean, this
0: is similar to previous things that they've done, but it's a classic technique of sabotage where sabotaging enemy supply lines. Sab- Sorry, did you say sabotage? I said sabotage. I say sabotage. I say sabotage.
1: Okay. Sabotaging enemy supply That's lines. That's the meme of the week, by the way. I like turtles. Oh what? That was the meme of the week. Meme of the week. Yeah. There's an old meme where uh, it's a flub take from Star Trek where uh, <laughs> oh yeah, where uh, uh, William Shatner insists on sabotage, saying, it- <laughs> saying it weird and the director's like, "Why are you saying it's sabotage?" and he says, "I say sabotage." Not sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say sabotage. You say sabotage. I say sabotage. You say sabotage. That's a good meme, baby nation.
0: Um, but yep, sabotaging enemy supply lines, especially when it comes to munitions and uniforms. It's a standard tactic that both demoralizes the enemy and undermines its ability to function. Everybody fucking knows that. Ella Miles knows that. Shannon Kilborn knows that now. And the final tactic was putting itching powder in Shannon's. Shoes.
1: This one is a rip from the history books. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what British Section X is? Who doesn't?
0: But I would love for you to explain it to our British listeners.
1: Section X, Baby Nation, was, uh, they were like a science division in World War II that did like subterfuge tactics. And during World War II, in November of 1941, the British Section X developed an itching powder that was so strong that it could make people go blind. <laughs> <laughs> and they gave a bunch of it to the Norwegian resistance, who the Nazis were using to do laundry. Yeah. And the Norwegians put it in the Nazis' U-boat uniforms. So when they went down in their U-boats and changed into their itchy outfits, they got all itchy. Oh, man. And, and then they were stuck underwater, so there's nothing they could do. They climbed into their apple pie beds. And then they lost the war. Wow. They had tiny sheets. Yeah. Itchy uniforms yeah. and no 69ing.
0: Can you imagine going for weeks at a time without
1: 69ing? That war is hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, Baby Nation, this has been the military history section. You and I knew a surprising amount about military history. <laughs> yeah, <it> turns out.
0: <laughs> you want to talk about Steve, my wife's dad? Yeah, that's who I wanted to bring up. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um I he's a nice guy. I like him. Okay. In, we're gonna see him very often He doesn't live in the state.
0: Okay, let's say that it wasn't your wife's dad that I wanted to talk about.
1: My dad's dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's your guess. Yeah. that uh, I was
1: like, let's Those are the only two Steves I really know. Okay. Did was there a Steve in this text? Steven E, the department store, where Christy and Claudia go shopping to buy an outfit for Christy's date with God, what was that guy's name? Steve. Steve. <laughs> That's him. I don't know about this guy. Yeah, he seems like a real dingleberry. Well, so let's talk about it cuz Christy's dating again. Christy's yeah, she's her she's over Bart Bashir. Yeah. And she's single and ready to mingle. And you know who's not fucking dating? Stacy. Let me read this to you mm. just as a sidebar here. Yeah. Ellen
0: Miles introduces, because Ellen Miles is fucking insane.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She, Ellen Miles is just on her own shit. She was out in the wilderness. She was on like a voyage of discovery. Because <laughs> uh-huh. that's why she can't write too many books. Yeah. She's one of the best Babysitter's Club ghostwriters. It takes her is. years to write a book. But she, to, in order after she does one, she needs to go into a fucking isolation tank. Yeah. And then she needs to set sail. Yeah. She just sails the fucking seas. Yeah. She comes back a couple years, a few years later. Yep. Yeah.
1: And she always has a new book ready.
0: She looks different. She feels different. She's got a real different vibe to her. She's a lot more zen and serene. And she just hands a completed manuscript.
1: Yeah. And all the other ghostwriters like scramble yeah. to alter their manuscripts yeah. to fit whatever Alan's they're like. Written. Wait,
0: there's. Hang on. We've got. We know we have SMS, yep. the Sonybrook Middle School. Yep. And we know that there's SDS, Sonybrook Day School. That's where Shannon Kilborn goes. Yep. That's canon. Canon. L Miles comes back, and she's just like, "There's a third school." <laughs> Pete's like what Anne could she do that <laughs> Anne's just sitting there like she's like go on I'll allow it. <laughs> the entity is like there have always been three
1: schools <laughs> in our plane there are millions of schools <laughs> all filled with torment you're going you three <laughs> Nola's like I'm a dog <laughs> there's a third school there's a third school it's got some dumb name and it's called kelsey kelsey so there's sms there's sds sorry baby b is named kelsey i didn't mean to say it was a dumb name it's a dumb name for a school it's a beautiful name for a person it's a beautiful name for a person
0: but it's weird when you have like sms sds
1: and the third one is kelsey right and academy there's a fourth school Shannon goes to Stony Brook Academy. She goes to Stony Brook Day School. No, Karen Brewer goes to... SDS is a middle school. And Stony Brook Academy is a children's school. Okay. I would say this is off topic, but it's not. It's so on topic. (laughs) It's so on topic. I was like,
0: "Uh, why are we going on this digression? But it's like, it really is about... It's deep in these texts. Yep.
1: Tanner. Have I told the story on this podcast about when I was in high school and they started a new high school in the town I grew up in, Fort Collins, Colorado? No. And it was around the year 2000. Mm -hmm. And they started a new high school. There was only three high schools. There was high. Okay. The high school I went to. Oh, shit. That's a common security question. Bleep that. (laughs) Okay. There was Poudre High School. Mm -hmm. And there was Fort Collins High School. That's funny. Yeah. uh, There's a river in Fort Collins called Cache La Poudre.
0: Okay. That's funny.
1: The cache of the powder because the French gun trappers power. hid gunpowder. Okay,
0: we're so many layers deep.
1: I'm going to give you 30 High seconds School. to finish the story. Pooter High School, High, yep. Fort Collins High. They started a new one called Millennium High School and they were looking for mascots. They held a contest to see what the mascot would be. And the front runner for most of the contest was the Falcons. Okay. That's the story? Sound it sounded out. Sound it sounded out. Pooter Falcons. We were the <laughs> Lobos. Yeah. The Pooter Impalas, the Four Collins Lamkins, mm-hmm. Don't Ask, and the Millennium
0: Falcons. Good. There was a payoff after all. Yeah. That's <laughs> fucking great. I bet those dudes all failed. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good story. I'll allow it. Yep. May I bring us back a few levels up? Yep. Speaking of the Kelsey boys, Uh (laughs) check out those two cute sixth graders, Jesse and Mal are with, said Shannon. I looked. She was right. They were cute. One was an excellent dancer. He and Jesse made a striking pair. The other one was grinning at Mal. Tanner's grinning at me. I'm waiting
1: for your reaction. Kelsey boys. Nope. Is the part of that I heard? Do you want me to read it again? <laughs> yeah, read it again. I was Speaking of Kelsey sweet.
0: boys, check out those two cute sixth graders Jesse and Mal are with. Said Shannon, I looked. She was right. They were cute. One was an excellent dancer. He and Jesse made a striking pair. The other one was grinning at Mal.
1: You read it again. It turns out I did hear it the first time. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not getting to where you're at. Tenor. Yeah. What? About? ben hobart oh fuck well ben hobart and her are over
0: but we what
1: this is the second time in as many weeks that mal has been stepping out on ben hobart she's canoodling with fucking kelsey boys but we haven't heard a fucking peep is there a super Those special kelsey boys are trouble uh, it angers me they're home homewreckers they're coming into our town they live in our town they're from stone canoodling Park. with our girls yep Kind of gross when you put it that way. <laughs> ben Hobart's probably got some Kelsey girl he's canoodling with. But no, where the fuck is he? I think he got Delaney. Man, you think the Hobarts are just Ben or all the Hobarts? I think Ben Hobart. You know what? Got These Amanda Delaney. We this week read two books, Baby Nation. Yeah. I don't know if you realize we read two books and they're both baby heavy books. Yeah, and the Hobarts were mentioned zero times. Yeah, in either book. Right. They've been delaney Right. Is that their name, the Delaney's? Amanda Delaney. I've already forgotten. You're forgetting it.
0: They're trying to erase it from your oh, memory. no,
1: no, no, no. New Baby Bees, Amanda you may. Amanda, Amanda Delaney, Amanda Delaney, Amanda Delaney. I can't look over memory. It's like Coco. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta say it. You gotta... And New Baby Bees, you can help with this shit. Anne and Martin. Somewhere and Amanda fucking... Delaney was just fading out, and I brought, brought her back. Yes! Yeah. And you can, too. You can, too. Anne and Martin and her fucking cronies. Right.
0: One day, Karen Brewer had two best friends. Yep. One of them was Hanny Papadakis. Right. Still around, doing well. The other was Amanda Delaney. Remember her? Remember Delaney?
1: Remember Ben Hobart?
0: Baby Nation? Then the next day, Karen Brewer has two best friends. One of them is Hanny Papadakis. Yep. And the other is Nancy Dawes. Nancy Dawes. What happened to Amanda Delaney? And Baby Nation, what the fuck happened to Ben Hobart? Don't forget his name, Baby Nation. Do not. Whisper it, Baby Nation. Mm. Whisper Ben Hubbard's name to yourself. Ben Hubbard. Every night before you go to sleep. Ben Hubbard. Not like that.
1: Let's add it to the outro.
0: Okay. (laughs) Can we we tighten it up a little bit? Yeah. Remember the Delaney's. Remember the Delaney's. Remember the Delaney's, Baby Nation.
1: Remember the Hubbard. Remember the (laughs) Hubbard's.
0: Okay, I'm going to add it to the outro right now.
1: Jack is adding it to the outro. We are both going to very quietly at the end of the outro whisper, remember the Delaney's, remember the Hobart's. <laughs> and you're going to like it. <laughs> you're going to like it. <laughs> Jack Shepard. We're not, no, don't you dare because we My boy.
0: No, the reason that we are where we are right now, and you may not know this, but the reason that we are where we are right now is because we're talking about Steve. Right.
1: <laughs> so we have to talk about Steve. We're talking about Steve. I was going to a introduce a new segment, yeah. Baby Nation. But... I'm interested. What was that? No, no, no. no. I, we must. Yeah. I just thought it hurts. So... <laughs> okay. What's what happening? What was that? Uh, you keep saying it. I don't know. I... You were talking about Steve. No, Duh. what is it? Da-na-na. What? Da-na-na. Da-na-na-na. Da-na-na da 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 Black. <laughs> That's not a new segment. That's an old segment.
0: I'm delighted to talk with you about Peter Black. <laughs> well, fuck, fuck Steve, man. You know what? Let me just put a knot in Steve. Let me say this. <laughs> Hi, Steve. I said he was cute. There was no denying that fact. He was tall and had deep blue eyes and brown hair that flopped. No, I
1: do want to talk about Steve really quick. We'll talk about Pete Black in a minute. Yeah. We're in Pete Black now. Yeah. We're in back in Black. Yeah. The segment. Okay. But to quickly jump back to Steve. Yeah. Steve is a dork. Yes. <laughs> he wears a Chicago Bulls t-shirt, t-shirt under a Yankees satin jacket. Yep. With a, a Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys cap. cap. And he claims to like sports, but what he actually likes is sports collecting. Right, which is Lame.
0: Which is lame. And Christy is like, I cannot believe you set me up on a date with this dude. He's good friends with Mark Jaffe, who we'll be talking about a lot more Later this week. episode. Oh, right, right, right. Pete Black. Steve is lame. He goes on a date with Christy. He's bad. Why is Christy dating? Difficult to say. It feels like she didn't take the
1: appropriate moratorium. I'll tell you why she's dating. She needs a Bart? date for the dance. There's a big dance in Stony Brook. Right. In all of SMS, uh-huh. in fact, all of the schools, are participating. It's yes. a teen dance right. where all the kids from all the schools, Kelsey, Stony Brook Day School, SMS, all get together and they do canoodling and they do dancing. Yes. Christy is on the committee. She and Alan Gray are responsible for representing Stony Brook Middle School at this multicultural dance. Right. I moved on. One group sat sprawled across a section of bleachers, arguing vehemently about music. Ellen Miles, Mm -hmm. introducing a world of 12-year-old girls in 1997 to the word vehemently? Oh, yeah. How brave. So fucking brave. Ellen Miles,
0: we recognize you.
1: No way am I doing a dance to even one Beatles song, I heard Pete Black say. I vote for the stuff you can really thrash to. Yes. You know, like head banging tunes. <laughs> yeah. Pete? <Yes>. Woo! <laughs> Pete Black. Yeah. Pete Black. Every time he opens his fucking. It's been so long since we heard from Pete. We haven't had Pete in so long, and we get him for the first time in twenty bucks, and he says the coolest fucking thing you had, could say. He didn't have
0: anything he needed to fucking say. That's the thing. Yeah.
1: He we were like waiting. We were hanging on his every word. My notes section every week is is back in black. Yeah. Blank. Same. Pete hates the Beatles. Fuck the cool Beatles? stance. That's such a cool that's so edgy. <laughs> it's edgy? But he, what he likes is something he can really thrash
0: he can to. Thrash to? What year did this book come out? What 97. was he thrashing to oh, in 97? <laughs> you tell me, Jack. <laughs> oh, you tanner doesn't have a Google machine. My goodness. Okay. 97. So, so Jane's addiction got back together. <laughs> something he
1: can really thrash to, Jack. In ninety-seven? Is there like a cannibal corpse? I'm, trying, I'm looking at new. Who are the dudes who wore the masks? Slipknot. They have, an, they have an album? In 97? Were,
0: let's see. No, but 7 Dust did.
1: <laughs> That's good.
0: Um Free Kitchen.
1: <laughs> I'm try Oh, Deftones. Oh, the Deftones. Deftones god. had You know what, when I was Oh shit, Jack. Yeah. These kids are 13 and 97? Yeah. You know, how old I was in 97. How old?
0: 13. What the hell? How have we Oh, they finally caught they up caught to up you. They caught
1: up to me. Oh god. <laughs> They fucking caught up to they you. They caught up to me. That's what it They're going to catch Miles up to you dying. soon. Oh, Jesus. When were you 13? In? 90. 90? 92. 92. Wait, they, they already caught up to you. They caught up to you ages ago. Yeah, I read these books
0: basically contemporaneously with them.
1: We missed when they caught up with you. Yeah. But it, now they've they caught up with me.
0: Always. And when funny.
1: I was 13, there were definitely kids listening to Deftones, and they were the coolest fucking kids in the class.
0: I think the kids who were listening to... Actually, I was looking at this Helmet album, and it's not that cool. It's like late Helmet. Is there
1: a Bad Religion album in 97? I remember kids listening to Bad Religion and thinking, like, you're allowed to say naughty things about religion? I didn't think that was allowed. Well, what about Judas Priest, man? They had an
0: album out this year. That's kind of <laughs> weird to think about. <laughs> 97. There's a lot of incubus. This is what worries me about Pete Black. Yeah. And no offense to anybody who's a fan, because, you know, whatever. Do your thing. But there's a lot of incubus action yeah. Tool. I've got it.
1: Rammstein. Oh, that one? Duhas? No, it's (laughs) Sensucht. It's the second studio album from Rammstein. Yuck. 96. Einema
0: by Tool. That's a big Tool album. That's their big album. Yeah. Well, who's to say? But P. Black is the fucking best. Pete Black is the coolest. He's listening to some cool ass shit. Steve the Kelsey is the worst.
1: Fuck the Beatles. I like a lot of Beatles songs. Well, you know what Christy says. She adores the Beatles. She talks smack on them. Koki Mason loves the Beatles.
0: Cokie Mason says she likes them. Yeah. And Christy says that she would kill every remaining Beatle personally with her bare hands. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. If it would upset Koki Mason. Yeah. She Even though Sean she likes Wynn and we're their still music. Alive yeah. So she so could she could kill him. Kill him again. Yeah. That's how much she hates Cokie That's Mason.
1: It's <laughs> a mean thing we just said. I didn't say it. But it's a, a did paraphrase <laughs> of what Christy said. <laughs> Um, I bet Koki Mason likes all the bad Beatles albums, like uh, there are Yellow Submarine. Yeah, she probably likes Yellow (laughs) Submarine. That's weird. Like, fuck Koki Mason, man.
0: What did she do last week? The other week that was really upsetting me. Oh, it was with Tess.
1: Oh, right. She was so shitty. She was very like
0: winky. She was one of the like. Hey, the joke that this new girl is a pig is really funny. Let's mm-hmm. let's see how far we can go with this with the whole school, right? And, that, and that, like I had always thought of Cokie Mason as like a cool arch villain rival to Christie, but that shit, you lost me, Cokie Mason. Yeah, that's bad. Get out of here, Dingleberry. Get it fucking out of here. You know what I would do to Cokie Mason if I had an opportunity?
1: Kill the Beatles.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say I would put soap on their toothbrush. Okay. <laughs>
1: Kill the remaining Beatles just so she's deprived of the music she loves most in this world. You know what? Maybe we could do both. <laughs> Beatles, I know you're very rich and powerful. We are not coming for you. That was a joke. <laughs> Paul McCartney, you're fine. Ringo Starr, you're fine. Yeah. Those are all dead, right? The rest are dead. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and Ringo, I might put a little sip on your toothbrush. You're not careful. <laughs> all oh, right, Jackie. Okay. Let's um. Let's, let's wrap move on. Up. Start wrapping this up. Hang on. I would
1: like to talk to you about
0: something. Okay. I'd like, can you say it in a less... Oh, I want to talk to you about something. What's your thing? Well, let's hear your thing. Unless you want to talk about
1: my thing. I want to talk about your thing because I'm trying to decipher this note I took. Okay. What the fuck did I mean by this?
0: Let me ask you something, Tanner.
1: Yeah. Ellen
0: Miles came back from her fucking voyage of discovery this week. She
1: came back from the desert came back from the desert she was wearing a bull's skull on her head yeah and nothing else yeah she was just covered in dung and b- both of her eyes were blank no yeah. fucking pupils no irises she was shaking a, a rain stick
0: yeah and ann was like what does this mean <laughs> no Pete and
1: nola were like what does this mean yeah. and just nodded her head <laughs> she was like all right she turned to her typewriter. <laughs> she, she says, I've received her message. <laughs> she waved one hand at the scholastic <laughs> lawyers. She was like, you know what to do?
0: <laughs> They're like, uh, okay. <sighs> but here's what Ellen Miles gave us this <laughs> week. I can't wait. This is right after Christy Thomas. Resolves, single-handedly resolves the sister war by telling Shannon that The reason Tiffany and Maria are engaged in this Sun Tzu warfare against her Uh is not because they hate her, but because they want to spend more time with her, Mm -hmm. and thereby convincing Shannon to drop some of her extracurricular activities. She drops her play. This book is in many ways, as I think you will agree, a squeakquel to Christopher President.
1: Uh The Babysitter's Club Normal. Full-heartedly agree. (laughs) (laughs) It is a squeakquel. Yep. (laughs) it's
0: a technical term. glad you're
1: bringing that into the <laughs> lexicon more officially you know people usually only use that in terms of the Alvin and Chipmunk movies I believe <laughs> <laughs> but you're bringing it to a wider audience well it's also a menu for that have you been a lit major yeah as, as, <laughs> this is, like i know it's unfortunate for those of for, i was a film major and we we had sequels yeah. often but yeah
0: no but in a, as a lit major and this is something that um if you were a lit major baby nation sorry i'm repeating territory you probably know about yeah. but like we were all bummed out when the second album the chipmunks movie came out yeah. because squeak will have been actually a, a very important term of art for us mm-hmm uh, that meant, like, a book that has, like, r- poetic resonance with another text. Yep.
1: <laughs> and that's the meaning. That's what, what that's you the, mean. That's the
0: original yeah, meaning yeah, of yeah. Squeakquel. It's Jacques Lacan. Jacques Lacan?
1: Come on!
0: <laughs> this book is, in many ways, a Squeakquel to Christy for president, where Christy learns that she needs to stop having so many fucking extracurricular activities, which is the moral of this story as well. Agree. And? So Christie fucking already knows that. right? Christy already knows that because she's been through it. Yep. And she is able to bring that to bear and fucking resolve the sister war, thereby leading her to say this, Tanner. Mm. Note to Nobel Peace Prize Committee. That's Christy Thomas. T-H-O-M-A-S. And I can be reached at 1210 McClellan Road, Stony Brook, Connecticut, O six
1: eight zero zero. Now I'm already on Google Maps. O six
0: eight zero zero is not a postcode in Connecticut.
1: Where is it a postcode, Jack?
0: Alt <laughs> Sorry.
1: Alt Gisnitz. Alt
0: Now when you say O, oh, do you mean O oh, or do you mean zero? Zero six eight. Zero, zero. I want you to come with me on this journey to Alt-Gesnitz. Alt It is a district of the city Ragen. Alt And
1: it's In the
0: district of Anhalt Bitterfeld. It
1: actually includes both Alt Jesnitz and Jisnitz. So, what the fuck is Ellen
0: Miles trying to tell us? Because I looked it up. I was just like, oh, cool. 06800. We'll be able to figure out where in Connecticut. This is. Finally, we'll be able to find the portal to Stony Brook. And I look it up. The Melda River runs through it. Baby Nation, we are both now on the Wikipedia page for oh, in This
1: fucking Airbnb worked better, Jack. Here's Blame what you. I think is
0: the most interesting thing on this page. Okay. May I show you? Yeah. It's the crest for Olchesnitz. This is the coat of arms for this city. It's a...
1: It's a dream horse of some kind okay it's a it's a horse and it's spitting blood it's a fucking dream horse and it seems to be conquering some kind of maze <laughs> <laughs> it's got vicious fangs and, and a, a blood dripping what the fuck it's got and it's a, erupting from a maze <laughs> <laughs> ella miles <laughs> that's a cool crest do you think this is her dream horse the alt, uh, what's it called? The altjesnitz. The altjesnitzers conquered the maze, <laughs> <laughs> but like at what cost? At what cost? <laughs> we had to summon the demon horse himself. The horse a uh, large drop of blood
0: that is dripping out of his fang-filled mouth. Now
1: here's a question. Yeah. Are we sure that Wawatosa's crest also does not feature a? A dream horse coming out of a maze? Yeah. I fucking bet. It might. Well, this is... Baby Nation, if any of you are in Jesnitz or Alt Jesnitz... Yeah. Please... Report back. Report back. Yeah. Let us know what the scene is there on the ground. Right. Let us know if the dream horse is still around. The maze is still around.
0: Well, this tracks, right? If you're trying to find your way into a portal into a fictional universe of Stony Brook and become a veil walker, mm-hmm. what's the best way to do that? Take your fucking dream horse through the maze and come out the other side.
1: Another thing for the outro. <laughs> Take your oh. dream horse through the maze, <laughs> baby nation.
0: Do you want me to add it now? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna throw it in. We're there. adding it to the doc. We're adding. I'm adding it to the document, baby nation. I'm sorry, there are so many, but this is what's happening. Take your dream horse through the maze. And look, I'm. Uh, we'll post it in the group. But it looks like the Dream Horse no, is Jack. a little bit the worse for wear. So that's just a, a warning.
1: Next week physically not episodically because next week episodically is happening in about 10 minutes yeah may god have mercy
0: on both of us
1: next week physically yeah you will not be in brooklyn that's accurate you will be in austin texas Mm -hmm. and i will not be in brooklyn Mm -hmm. i will be in berlin germany oh do you think you could take a trip to now do you think i could take a trip to altersnitz 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 You have a lot of trouble with that, It's a 27-hour walk. (laughs) Yeah. It's a two-hour train ride, so I think... I'm going to do my best to get down to Alcesnitz Baby Nation next week and fill you in on the details. Okay.
0: It looks like a beautiful little town, actually. Does it? Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, so Ellen Miles is telling us something. It's all in the text. Jack, let me interject very quickly. Okay. Not to give you off-topic. Yeah, but I really wanted to uh, explore whether or not you had this week a... (gasps) Burn
0: of the Week! This week... Fucking bet I did. Yeah, Ellen Miles is pretty good at burns. Yeah, she's good. Here's a burn. And it's directly from Ellen Miles, and it cuts to the fucking quick. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. It's in the chapter two. Mm Mm-hmm. Pretend you're a parent who needs a reliable, experienced, responsible babysitter for next Thursday at 7. Would you rather make a bunch of calls to sitters you've never met, trying to find someone who might be free and might be trustworthy? I would not prefer that. Or would you prefer to make one call to an established business that can guarantee you the kind of sitter you're looking for? I prefer that. Right. Well... Plenty of real parents feel the same way, which is why the BSC is the success that it is. It's such a simple idea. Anyone could have thought of it, but they didn't. I did, which is why I'm president. Burn on you, Tanner, and you, the baby nation, for not thinking up the fucking BSC. Anyone could have thought of it, but you fucking didn't.
1: I burn on you, Jack. You didn't think of it. I didn't think of it. Idiot. My burn is from before the official Articles of War were declared, mm-hmm. and Maria and Tiffany were doing shots across the bow mm-hmm. on Shannon yep. to just kind of, like, gauge A lot of saber-rattling. Yep, yep, yep. Lots of saber-rattling. They're doing,
0: like, military maneuvers in the seas off the coast of Shannon's territory.
1: Yep. Yep. They invite Christy over to dinner for some reason at the Kilbourne house. Mm -hmm. Once everyone had their food, we began to eat. Mrs. Kilbourne asked each of the girls what they'd done in school that day. Maria and Tiffany gave short, two-word answers. Shannon told a funny story about something that had happened to her in math class, but neither of the sisters laughed. They just sat there poker-faced. Then they started in. Excuse me, but could you pass the Shannon? (laughs) Maria asked Tiffany politely. Without so much as a blink, Tiffany passed Maria the salt. "'Shannon, you,' said Maria. "'You're Shannon,' said Tiffany. "'Shannon, the actual Shannon, just stared at them. "'Tiffany smiled at Maria. "'Wasn't it a Shannon day today?' she asked. "'Maria nodded and smiled back. "'Shannon frowned. "'Maria took a large bite of lasagna. "'This Shannon is absolutely Shannon, (laughs) don't you think?' "'She asked her sister. "'Hey, guys,' I said, "'Come on, it's annoying.' I agree, Tiffany said to Maria, ignoring me, but don't Shannon with your Shannon full. (laughs) It's rude. By this time, Shannon was gritting her teeth. Cut it out, you two.
0: (laughs) You know what that is? What? It's a classic form of demoralization.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's also just like a really good way to get at someone.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised that you didn't spend
1: this entire episode. Do you feel bad now? Do I feel jack now? (laughs) yep Jack let's jack the fuck out of Jack okay that sounds gross actually (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready to jack when you are (laughs) the problem is jack is also a verb and it's a verb that has come on yucky connotations no it doesn't (laughs) Uh, Jack I would love you seem like you're looking through your notes one last time seeing if you got anything in there but I think it's time to jack the fuck out of here (laughs) (laughs) let's
0: jack the jack out of here yep tanner thank you for joining us this week yep no problem it's been a pleasure having you Yep. i hope that you tanner have reviewed and subscribed to our podcast on itunes
1: i have not and i won't it feels masturbatory (laughs) okay uh baby nation if you like this episode or any other episode uh, we ask you to jack this podcast with a friend. <laughs> uh-huh. Please jack this podcast
0: on iTunes. Uh-huh. And jack us a nice review. Or? And jack. Yeah. If you could give us jack stars. Yep. That would be lovely. Yeah. It helps us jack through the rankings. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And it means a lot to us. And our families who rely on this podcast for sustenance. Uh-huh. Baby Nation, this week we read a book that was called Christy and the Sister War or Christy and the Sisty War. I will allow both interpretations. Christer and the Sister War. <laughs> I like it. I was going to say, don't third like it, option. I do like it. <laughs> we read a book this week called Christy and the Sister War. You may call it Christy and the Sisty War. And if you insisty, you can call it Christer and the Sister War. If you insist. Next week, by which I mean in 10 minutes time for us, temporarily speaking, we're going to be reading a book called Claudia Makes Up Her Mind. Yeah.
1: Looking forward to it. I think it'll be a very Jack book. Yeah. This week, I've been Jack Shepard. I've been Tanner Greenring. Jack- Shit. You miss a real opportunity. There was <laughs> <laughs> like eight opportunities <laughs> yeah. there.
0: Baby Nation, please Round off the corners in your bedroom. Drown all your dolls. Call your senator and demand your right to bear time. And do not forget to let daddy love you as much
1: as I do. Say his name, Baby Nation. Ben Hobart.
0: Remember the Delaney's. Remember Ben Hobart. And Baby Nation, take your dream horse through that maze. Claudia's wearing a bra now. And the way she talks... You would think that Boy's had just been invented.
1: Hat-
0: he's looking at a block that he's picked up off the floor. Let's put it down it, it's just, it's it's not just that you look at it it's that you then look at me to be like huh?
1: Chris is my favorite babysitter
0: say it into the mic man I just
1: said it to the mic Chrissy's my favorite babysitter you were saying it to me I said it to both of you <laughs> to me and the, the entity that is the baby nation yeah Chris is my favorite babysitter I'm gonna do it now you ready? wait I can't remember a thing about this book man that was a headgum gum podcast